What's good, everyone, and welcome back to another week of the Water Street Project. Your Final Four coming up. Big time. A little unexpected Final Four this year. Yeah, uh, top seeds uh, four. Yeah, UConn. Kind yeah. of nuts. This is probably, in my opinion, the most... Well distributed college basketball has ever been. I don't think it's just upsets anymore. What do you think about everybody talking? I agree. Talking shit about uh, just the tournament in general. I've, I've been seeing a lot of stuff. People be talking about like college basketball this year has been absolute shit, dying, dying sport type stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's just I don't because know, like I didn't know this was a thing that people were having problems with all year you, until right now. I'd say some of it is like. The fan bases of the Blue Bloods are so large that their teams aren't dominating anymore, that there's a lot more people mad. That's that fair. could be one thing. That is fair. Um, but like Duncan said, I think it's just so good top to bottom, partly because of the transfer, por- transfer portal probably, because we got low mid-major guys who are stars going to larger schools. But then we get like those guys who don't get their chance at those larger schools who have the three, four, five-star talent going to these low mid-majors and they're being competitive stars there. Yeah, yeah, they're making the people, the guys around them there better. Mm-hmm. Rising, kind of rising the level of those teams and then they can go in and get tournament wins. Yeah. Make their team solid. And then I've also been seeing stuff about NIL ruining college basketball. I don't, I, think it, I don't think it's ruined it. I think it's ruining football more than it is basketball. I agree. I think it's I think it's kind of helping basketball. Maybe. I don't know how much those guys are getting paid, but if they can't get an NIL deal, if somebody big goes to a big school, can't get an NIL deal they like, aren't playing, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, mm-hmm. like Trey said, to a Western Kentucky or a – I don't know, FAU, you know, places yeah. like that. And if you can get a coach at one of those places that can get the kids to buy in and is a good coach, you see what happened. I mean, look at Princeton, look at um, FAU this year, look at uh, – uh, there's another really good coach that came in. And, uh, I mean, if Iona didn't play UConn, they yeah. would probably would have scratched the first-round dub. That's Rick Pitino, so it's a little bit different. But uh, K-State, yep. it's first-time head coach. First year head coach. That's that. You now they're not they're power five, but you get a good coach in one of those places, and it can make all the difference. Yeah, I think on your question, I don't think college basketball is dying at all. I think it's some of the most exciting that it's ever been, in my opinion. It's just I agree with Trey wholeheartedly what he said that you have all these people that aren't college basketball fans there until March. Yeah, they're they're Duke fans, they're North Carolina, Kansas. They're they're all the blue bud fans and then when they lose they don't care mm-hmm. if you're a college basketball fan you watch like every I game me and trey both are we're watching these games as just an yeah observer mm-hmm. we have our teams but they were out mm-hmm. early i i have a blast i watch almost every single game and <laughs> i think it's awesome you're getting yeah. some really really cool games from some teams that you would you've never even heard of yeah I think that's great for the sport. I agree. It's getting closer. We're not quite there yet, but it's getting closer to where it's either you're a tournament team or you're not. Seeds are mattering less and less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, right now, like 
we're talking about the mid-major stuff, but the Conference USA, mm-hmm. they have the team who won the CBI, which is like the third postseason mm-hmm. tournament. You got two teams in the championship of the NIT, so they have the automatic winner there. Who and won then, the Utah Valley versus? Um, it's UAB versus it's UAB. Then who? I uh, forgot who they play. Wisconsin or uh, North Texas? North Texas. North Texas. Texas. They yeah. were down. They were down big to Wisconsin. I was watching that game. They came I think back they won and won by that. two. Yeah, and then you got the FA FAU in the Final Four. So just crazy stuff. Damn like good that. resume. Yeah. Yeah. What What's the record now? Thirty-three like and three. Mm, FAU. They were thirty-four yeah. and three coming in, or no, thirty. They were thirty and three, right? Yeah. So they'd be thirty-four, thirty-five, and three. At this yeah, point. something like that. It's pretty good. It's damn good. And you look at the level of their competition. Turns out, yeah, everybody thought you know bad conference. You can win a lot of games, mm-hmm. but two teams in the NIL or <laughs> NIT. Sorry, got the <laughs> NIL stuff, and then the champion of the CBI. CBI. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If they come out, scratch out the the, the dub dub. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna. UConn go crazy. UConn gonna wipe the floor about. From what I've seen, UConn gonna wipe the floor without anybody they got. It looks pretty tough to beat them right now. Man, oh man. Yeah, they, they made are thirty. Timmy looked like an idiot. Their offensive efficiency is freaky, mm-hmm. unbelievable, and they're long and athletic on defense. Can rebound. They're my favorite right now. And I'd say they're most people's favorites. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like until until they lose. Um, remember, remember what Duncan was talking about a little earlier or before the tournament. Maybe you listen to us. Hmm. Might make some money. Free yeah, money. Make some money. I'm telling you, they were plus two thousand futures. They haven't done it yet, but they haven't, they haven't done, done it yet. yet. But they got the path. They got a good. We're road. in a good spot now. Yeah, I think. Until they hit a buzzsaw. Miami's tough. Their backcourt's probably top five in the nation. They can but really score. are they going to be able to do yeah. it on UConn is the thing. I don't know, but maybe. They're hitting shots. They're going to be tough to beat. Definitely. At definitely. this point, I mean, whoever can make the most big plays, I think. I'm very much a UConn guy right now. Yeah. Big UConn guy right now. Really like them, like their coach. They're just so underseated at four. Mm-hmm. Creighton was so underseated at six. I guess that's what happens when your record's like that. But that game, that was – I don't want to call it BS because I guess technically it was a foul. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you can call it's, that. I mean, the way the game was being called the whole day, I don't think you call that foul. But I can see in full speed why it was called. Yeah, I can see it too. I just feel like throughout the course of the game, like you said, there was more physical yeah. action happening the entire game. Yeah. That you could have called. I mean, like Colt Brenner's seven foot, but I mean he was getting pushed around a lot in that second half. So I mean, if you don't want to call it down there, it's tough to call a fifteen foot runner. Call that a push with a second left. I mean yeah, I mean, it, say what you want, and obviously you can't let everything go. But it's like yeah. when it's that point in the game, you put your whistle, you drop mm-hmm. the whistle. But then at this, I could see a lot of people on the other end if it wasn't called, being yeah. like, you know, we got pushed in the back. Yeah, we got robbed. You got, you still got to call a foul, even though it's that point in the game. So I mean, it's gonna go either way. For I'm a those big refs. proponent of 
it doesn't matter what time of the game it is. Yeah. If it's a foul, call the foul. Yeah. But I'm an even bigger proponent of consistency. I agree. Yeah. Just being in that spot before, mm-hmm. watching hoops my whole life, being in that environment, consistency is number one for a lot of people. Yeah. Because if you're consistent, it doesn't matter when the yeah when mm-hmm. the when the foul Cause, happens because then they'll yeah because then they'll just say you show a clip of that out of context you won't be able to tell right yeah. called it all game yeah call, call, call it all game coach all game. don't know what to tell you call it mm-hmm. all game somebody hits you with you yeah, haven't been calling that all game but this one there's like that, well there's some truth uh, to it. yeah. uh uh yeah doesn't mean it's not a foul right in, in the textbook sense of the word but it, yeah there's a lot of things that would be a foul if you're reading from a book though yeah so I don't know. It's, it's tough. Part of, part of the game. Really, really fun game, though. I didn't think San Diego State would be here. Pretty boring team, to be honest with you. <laughs> they don't really do anything real flashy. No. Just win ball games. They yeah, do. They find, find a way, way to win, win the ball game. And I, I don't know. You think that coach is going to get an offer somewhere bigger? San Diego State? Um, They're not power five, so he could be paid more. Yeah. But... But at the same time, he dominates that conference. And so he's yeah. basically an automatic bid into the tournament every year anyways. Yeah. Because I know a lot of coaches, they'll go from like a three-bid conference to a Power Five where they get six, seven, eight bids just because of that thought. But, I mean. And has he, he been there for a while? I know you were talking about before we started two years ago, they um, were really they were really good. But Yeah, let me look. I want to say he's been there for a little bit. This is sixth year. Yeah. But he's an older guy. Been around. You know, on the on the comment of the conference, I meant to bring it up when we were talking about Conference USA. Have you guys seen how they get paid out? What do you mean? For being in a tournament? I know. Doesn't it go to the whole conference? So it goes it's supposed to go to the conference or the team can keep it for themselves. Mm. I would assume a lot of conferences distribute it. I'd say if so. I had to guess. But the total pot, I believe, this year is $70 million for the tournament. And I think that works out to something like 360000 per game. So you get that for every game you play. So at this point, FAU has made Conference USA an ass load of money. Not to mention what the other two teams in the NIT have gotten, which is probably significantly smaller yeah. than the CBI team for winning it. I, you know, you look at it like that, and the Conference USA is probably raking this year. Yeah, they're definitely happy. But that's why it's such a big deal for some of these higher-seeded teams to get in. And that's why they do the conference winners, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay. It's also to get exposure and have give these smaller teams a chance because they're not going to get looked at if they don't win their conference. But it's yeah. also for the money aspect. So if you have a team like Princeton, the... Ivy League's almost never going to have two teams in. Mm-hmm. So they're relying on them to bring back some money for the conference. They go out and play three games, it's a million dollars for the conference. Whose who's, uh, choice is it, how it gets distributed? Is it the conference I choice? I believe it's the team. Really? If it's the, only, if it's the team is the only one in the conference, I believe they get to determine if they keep it or if they come back and distribute it. I'm sure there's probably situations where there's like a conference rule in place. Mm-hmm. Like there's something they've all agreed uh, on. Yeah, yeah I'd like say a while ago. Yeah. all the ADs have a 
impact. Pact. Right. I would say something like that because it'd be kind of bullshit for FAU to come back with their whatever they're at at this point, probably like almost two million, and be like, "Sorry guys, new yeah. facility." Yeah, and you after know? like last year, whoever made it mm-hmm. distributed it. Yeah, that would definitely not be good because they didn't. Did they win the conference tournament? FAU. Yeah. Yeah, they beat um, UAB. Yeah, UAB. UAB would have been a bid, bid steal. I thought they sh- still should have got in. But well, they yeah, me too. That's the thing is they would have been a bid steal, but I think at that point Florida Atlantic would have still got in. Yo, they would have. So that was kind of the because the flip flop. Yeah, they were either going to get two teams if UAB won or one if FAU won. And that's another thing is where people are complaining about the playing games for like the eleven seeds, and you got two Power Five teams mm-hmm. in there. It, I don't believe it counts until you're in the tournament. So you don't get paid on those playing games. Mm. I don't think. Yeah. So these that's important shit for those teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time stuff. Because people are talking about eliminating <clears throat> the playing games. Well, you're taking away a chance for that team to bring back money for the conference. Too. Yeah. It all boils down to money in some mm-hmm. facet. But there's just some deeper stuff that people don't see from the outside. I suppose, oh, yeah. What I mean. And by the way, Brock, that... San Diego State coach. He was the associate head coach since '99 before he got the head job in 2017. Wow. And so at San Diego State, yeah, he put in his time. Yeah, he put in his time. Time. Yeah. So he's been there for a minute. So if he's been, I mean, he's not. Eh, he might stay to just retire. Yeah, I mean, Trey's Trey's got a great point there. They're about to compete for a Final Four, maybe a national championship. Why leave if you're already? It, yeah, competing? it depends on the job open. Been, yeah, um, if, and, or the just if someone wants to throw an ass load of money at him. Yeah, and the, I mean he's been in that area for twenty five years yeah. almost, so he'd have to leave. It'd probably have to be a USC, UCLA, Arizona yeah. State type. Yeah, yeah, I can't see him going to be a Big East. Kid. No, or like um, coach or anything like I that. Forgot. Penn State's job was open. I think that got filled today. But yeah, because where'd he go? Notre Dame. Yeah, that's right. That just happened two days ago. Yeah, I think. Which I'm sure he got paid. Oh, stupid! Because yeah. Penn State was good. They had a good year. Oh yeah. Is Pickett gone? I think so. Yeah, he's not gonna be I a pro level so. player either. I don't think he's got. Yeah, like, he could be a G leaguer probably. Yeah, probably around that level. Um, I mean, not really other many other big hires right now. We you know we've um, had the Patino to. St. John's, Chris Beard, Ole Miss. Kim English to Providence. Cooley to Georgetown. Yep, that was a good swap. We kind of, we called that yeah. in uh, Council Bluffs. So yep. me, us and our dads were talking about that because um, Kim English was up that way at George Mason, so we figured he was going to be in on one of those yeah. rotations to fill. But that's a great pickup for Kim English. Oh, yeah. Great spot to be in. Yeah, especially at his age. It's a great pickup. And then I think Texas Tech's going to go after North Texas coach um, because that job's open. Who's going after Trey Shannon? No one yet. Gotcha. Um, That might be it. I think that's all the big oh, ones right now. Somebody went to Cal. Uh, oh, boy. Utah Valley's coach, I think. See, look at that. Utah Valley makes the Final Four of the NIT. Yep. North Texas makes championship. Those guys are going to get paid. Yeah. It's a great time to be a good coach. Oh, yeah. Great time to be a good coach. Definitely some guys moving up. 
And I feel like it's really easy for those guys now because all that talent you have that you were work, working, you can bring them. Oh yeah, bring them with you pretty easy and and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like it's not a, a big deal or unheard of for them to just pack up with a bunch of guys and it's what uh, old Dennis did. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're looking at we were talking the other day Ben McCollum from Northwest Missouri State and he's get he's gotten D1 offers over the years. They couldn't even count them all probably and yeah, he's got kids that are high caliber enough that when he goes he'll probably take them if they're mm-hmm. young enough mm-hmm. it won't even matter if they're young enough honestly yeah. depending on where he goes mm-hmm. coaches form relationships with players like people really may not understand yeah like a lot of times the coach is what brings somebody to the, where they're going yeah. and then if they fit the style good enough they'll take them right with them absolutely if they like how they're trending for sure it'll be interesting man i I love how it's playing out. So this all kind of stemmed from the question of is college basketball dying? I, don't, I think absolutely not. I love March Madness. I think it's magic. I think it's mm-hmm. best time of the year for sports. I love NFL. Don't get me wrong. Love golf and the Masters and all the majors and stuff. But March Madness is different, man. It's like two weeks of just pure yeah. wild shit. In the aspect of um, like the playing field being leveled out, I think it's even starting to creep into like the women's game, because before it was the one or two seeds making the final mm-hmm. four every year. Yeah, I mean UConn won it every yeah, year. Yeah, but I mean like, now we got teams like Miami. They made what the lead eight as a mm-hmm. nine seed. So I think it's starting to just spread around basketball. I think so too, and and, and you know it's it, a lot of the same reasons that, that yeah. we we've said the whole oh easy, yeah easy for coaches to bring players mm-hmm. different places, um, deals and like nil deals and. Uh, just yeah you've also got more young kids playing at a higher level too though yeah yeah like it's you're, it's, you're starting it's to developing see at a small a younger age people kids playing these tough aau tournaments playing yeah. on good programs you're starting to see working those, harder stuff that, like that. that being the the norm yeah like, i know it's been a norm for a while mm-hmm. like, i mean with with you guys but um that's pretty much if you're wanting to get looked at by colleges you basically have to be in, in an aau yeah and, a good AAU, honestly, uh, for those high-level, um, high-major. Definitely. And that's a great point, too, about the college girls' college basketball. Is, I mean, for a while there, it was, what, UConn, Baylor. South Carolina. Tennessee. South Carolina. Started, Tennessee in the early 2000s, yeah. early 2010s. Pat Summit was there. and mm-hmm. I mean, who was it? Was it South Carolina or Mississippi State? Who was good a few Mississippi years ago? Mississippi good. State won it a couple South years Carolina ago. Yeah. Won it a but I mean, there's a handful yeah. of teams, but. and no one was close. Yeah. Now you got, oh, Stanford was good for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, you got your, yeah. now you got your Stanford's mixed in, Louisville, Iowa, Miami made a run. LSU's in there now. Mm-hmm. I mean, still fairly big programs and stuff. Oklahoma. But, but it is spreading around. I mean, oh, it's big programs, but it's not the four or five that every single year yeah. one of them was going to win it. I mean, yeah. how many years out of like of the like 2000 to 2020 did UConn win, win it? Well, they, they won they go, like 131 games. Yeah, in didn't a row they go or like something. four and a half seasons undefeated yeah. or something? Nuts, ridiculous. And they're even undermanned right now. Yeah, you get um, help me out. Beckers, yeah, Paige Beckers. You get Paige Beckers back. She's about what six? She's about six one guard. Yeah, she, I thought she was a little taller than that. Okay, she's a bucket though. Mm-hmm. She scored the basketball, and they got that one chick down there. It's like six eight now. Yeah, 
Just lanky chick. It's a big bitch. <laughs> it's huge. Man. She sent that shit right back in your face. Yeah, and oh. Gino knows what he's doing, too. I mean, once they get her back, they're going to be right back in the conversation again. But No, there's definitely some stars in women's college basketball right now that we really haven't seen, like, a, like multiple of them. I mean, you I feel had, like it's always been, like, one or two girls right, that have dominated one. the sport. Yeah. But now, I mean, there's five to ten that you yeah. could say is the face of women's college basketball. I'd oh, yeah. Say. Or in the conversation. Absolutely. And that's by far, I think, the most we've had. I mean, we had Candace Parker, Brittany Griner, Maya Moore, Brianna Stewart. Mm-hmm. Do you Those think it's INSQ was? INSQ was definitely that year's. She didn't really win you, much. She didn't win, but tough program to win. Do you at. think it's more because there's more coverage or because they're actually like more spread out? Mm-hmm. I think we just, my personal view, I think we just got a better crop. I think, I think there's more coverage on, on a level where more younger girls are wanting to be the stars. I agree. Less of more coverage of college basketball. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think they're we're just seeing more because there's more coverage of it, but I think it's being it's trickled down. It's more competitive, so people. I mean, yeah. I, 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 as like maybe as bad as it might seem, it's like whenever the sport's being dominated by two or three teams, mm-hmm. it's hard to want to go out there and get your ass kicked. And like yeah. unless you're playing for those really good squads, and even then you're gonna have a star on that squad. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know how this how people look at it, but if you're a young girl and you see the same teams win over and over again, it's like, well, I have to go to one of those schools if I'm going to win yeah, anything. Yeah. Ever, so do I want to try anything like that? And then you got people like Van Lith and who doesn't care, who wants to mm-hmm. go get it done. And I don't know. It's I personally, this is totally not factual, just a personal vibe that I get. I think Kobe had a lot to do with it, with the whole girl dad stuff. I you know he I completely agree. Hard, and even after he died, the coverage on mm-hmm. um, Gianna, Gianna, yeah, and all that stuff was massive. And the, now all of a sudden, you see this boom of college girls yeah. basketball players that are really good. I I don't think it's personally a coincidence. I think he did a lot for the girls or the women's game. You also got all these NBA players helping out now with trying to push more coverage on the women's game and. I think it's phenomenal. I yeah. think I wish that it was, I wish that it made more economic sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish more people would watch it because right now it's, it's still the same argument of, and I hate saying this because it sounds like I'm putting it down, but it's the same argument of where's the money going to come from. Yeah. The NCAA women's tournament and WNBA, I don't know if this, this year's numbers, but in the past, it has had to been lost subsidized money. by the mm-hmm. men's tournament. Yeah, it literally loses money every year. So where are you going to pay these women from? WNBA especially. I think they lose like 100 million a year or something, but the NBA makes like multiple yeah. billions. And it might be trending the right way, but it's still it's there's you got a ways to go. Right, and like, that's where and I've heard people make the argument, we don't want the same money, we want the same percentage. And I'm like, "Well, you're going to owe money." Yeah, yeah. If that's if that's your argument, but and that's a great argument. Mm-hmm. To have, you should be getting the same percentage, but right now it's best for you to not. Yeah. You know, I wish it'd be something where the NBA players would just cut each player a check for something out of their own. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Steph's got enough money. Bron's mm-hmm. got enough money. These people got enough money. It's ridiculous to say because they've earned it. Yeah. And the NBA makes so much more. 
but you just got to get more eyes on the sport, get more revenue flowing. You got to find a way to make it, make it more exciting. entertaining. And like, I think, yeah, right, like you said, we're trending in the right spot. Yeah. Having these better players, people want to see it more. I've personally watched more college girls this year than I have ever, but it just sucks because I, they do deserve so much more. Yeah, they do. They're not making near what we're making down doing this. So. <laughs> Boy, you know it. I want that percentage too. Wow. Oh man. Anyway, um, I guess just what's the uh, take me out to the ball? Are we not gonna make picks for who's gonna win the final four? We ain't really touched on that. I guess that's true. I was gonna roll into baseball opening day tomorrow. Tell. Opening day is tomorrow. Let's do our picks. Let's real do our quick. picks real quick. Okay. Who you got? Brock was so ang- anxious. What do you got, Brock? Tell us what. Tell us what happens and why. <laughs> and why? <laughs> um. I mean, I probably got the San Diego State FAU. I really don't know because I, I said we said it last week, and like everything else we've said about this, the tournament so far, um, just wrong. Um, I said that FAU's Cinderella run. I don't know if you would technically call him a Cinderella or not, but uh, I would is, nine is, seed. Mm-hmm. I just figured. Yeah, I mean, I figured anything under. Halfway is considered shit. I'd say anything a, under a four or five seed, yeah. maybe. I don't know. But I was, anyways, I was saying the Cinderella story was going to come to an end and all that stuff, and their luck could run out, and obviously it hasn't. Um, and then they're playing against a five seed, so it's like they got a good scenario here to keep their Cinderella story going. But at the same time, what we said about San Diego State, it's like they don't really do anything exciting, they just win ball games. And they find a way to to win it. So this one I'm a little more torn on. Um, I think UConn's going to get in on the other side. From what I saw, um, them against Gonzaga the other night. I know we like we've said the whole time UConn's under under seeded, but boy oh boy, they took a three seed and absolutely took them out back. Didn't make it mm-hmm. close for a second. Yeah. It was never in question, and I don't think. And I, I thought Gonzaga was, as usual, overrated, but uh, they turned yeah. out to be a better team than I thought, and they still got paddled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but on the same point, Miami, like like you, um, we said, really good backcourt, and honestly, I mean, have looked good all tournament long. I mean, they've had some pretty just handy, like they really haven't almost lost a game except, yeah. Except their first, it was pretty close. So, I mean, it's March. I can see anything happen. I'm still taking UConn. And just give me the FAU. Um, maybe they'll ride the lightning a little bit. I like it. I'll be. I'll go next because I'll be boring. Um, not a big fan of San Diego State. Not for any particular reason or any good reason at all. <laughs> just don't like them. I don't hate them, but I just don't find myself loving to watch San Diego State Aztecs basketball. Yeah. Uh, FAU, on the other hand, like the way they play, they're fun. And I saw a couple statistics that made me kind of lean their way, even though the underdog. So give me the Owls, and then until somebody plays UConn close, I'm going to keep riding that. I've been riding Miami for three or four rounds, uh, since the beginning, actually. Yeah. I've ridden Miami since round one. Here we are, but I think it's time to get off. So going UConn, FAU, and... I don't think we're going to record again before the Natty, would no, we? No. So I'm going to go UConn. Yeah, I'm taking UConn. UConn to win it. All right. I'm going to take UConn to win it as well. Forgot to mention that. 
All right. I'll go with San Diego State. Just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I think um, they're a pretty old team, if I'm not mistaken. I think that can be a big factor. We said they, I mean, the tournament games up to this point, like their national tournament games with the Final Four is a little different. I think age can show up a little bit there. And then I'll go UConn as well. I mean, and then I got I have UConn winning. I'm gonna be boring, but yeah, that means something's gonna happen. We're gonna oh, yeah. get yeah. San Diego UConn's, State's UConn's gonna losing. win it all, or it's gonna be Miami, somebody, mm-hmm. and somebody's. I, it's March, baby. Yeah, but I my UConn future's still out. Yeah, that, is true. <laughs> that is true. Duncan's fucked. Yeah, don't pick UConn. Duncan's got money on them. They're gonna lose. <laughs> They're the only team left to fit the statistics from the history. So if somebody else wins, we've got a historical got a anomaly. Historical, historical thing going. I'm looking at these. I mean, I don't know if we wanted to touch on any. Uh, we kind of touched on uh, UConn and Gonzaga and San Diego Creighton, but I don't know if we wanted to say anything. Miami about Texas it. was an awesome fun game. That was yeah. fun. That one. Fun game. I, mean, I love that matchup was, too. Texas sold bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they did. Because it was worse than it actually ended up being, right? Like, Texas wasn't really... Well, I mean, Texas was up 13 with 12 to play, blew the lead, and then just couldn't get anything going. I thought I thought I saw it at one point, and they were, Miami was beating them by a lot more than it ended up being. I could be wrong. It could, they, have, it could have been No, that was around. the game before. Okay. If that may, I don't know if that's what you're thinking of, but that they were be. beating Houston by about 20, and it ended up being like 9 or 10, I think. Oh, yeah, it could be. Right. Something like that. It was seventy five eighty nine, so still 14. 14, okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, I was just beating the piss out of them, then, yeah. Yeah. Um, Miami, if you let them get into their rhythm, if you let them take you out of your own pace of play, you're in trouble. Yep. Because that's Texas' specialty is playing at their own pace. And Miami was doing it the whole game, and then finally – Got them a little bit spastic and lulled them into their own game, and it was over. Like Trey said, Texas could not figure anything out. And Texas was, I think, one of the best teams in the tournament talent-wise. They are they were freaky. Yeah, I love watching Texas play. Oh, I, Yeah, I thought they were a great team. I, I thought it was going to be um, UConn-Texas on this side, but here we are. I rode Miami still last round just mm-hmm. because I thought they had a chance. Yeah. Sometimes you got to roll dice on the underdogs. Yep. And I thought on the other side, it was out of those matchups, I thought it was going to be Creighton, K-State, and here we are. I don't remember what I took. I think I took Well, we t- we didn't. We, we I took, took Alabama out of, yeah. the, out of the Sweet yeah, 16. Yeah, I was going to say, we recorded before that <laughs> stuff happened, and so that was wild. Mm-hmm. I saw something right before the game. Oh, um, Alabama ended up being a liability. Really? Yep, for that night in particular, San Diego State ended up becoming what they call a um, parlay killer because Alabama was involved in such a high percentage of parlays that it was a liability for Vegas, baby. Vegas. They were a part of so many winning parlays, Mm -hmm. so it created a liability. Here we are. We've been preaching at you. I'm telling you, people... People still think this shit's fake. I don't know what to tell you because it's either they're really, really good at what they do, yeah, or like uncanny good, yeah. or biggest, they biggest got coincidence, a hand in it. Big, biggest coincidence in the world. Like that every that time there's always a high happens. Vegas need, yeah, it's a win. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Could be some confirmation bias, but definitely. And but and they also are really, really good at psychology. They know yeah. how people think, they know how people bet. So it could just be as simple as that. But if that's true, they're never wrong. <laughs> yeah. So do what you will with that information. All right. Now we now you can sing your song, Duncan. <laughs> I forgot the words. Take me out to the ball game. Wow. Seven inning stretch. <laughs> wow. Okay. Go ahead. So, yeah. Uh, MLB season kicks off tomorrow. Or tomorrow's Thursday, Friday. What? Right. It Opening day is tomorrow, right? It yeah. Is tomorrow. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was tomorrow. Friday. Open day um, tomorrow. A lot of them play Thursday, take Friday off, play Saturday, Sunday, which yeah. I don't know why they do that. Well, weekend. Good. Get on TV. Oh wait, they no, need to be playing every day. You can't watch it on TV. Yeah, they can't don't play watch enough it. games. Yeah, I agree. They should yeah, play two hundred, at least two hundred games. <laughs> you think pitchers' arms would be tired? <laughs> Rotation of ten. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. No, because then dude's going crazy in that tenth game. Speaking of which, imagine running into the Mets. The Mets, the Mets, baby, the Mets in a division game. Or in a divisional series. Okay. There are three. You got some pitcher you got rotations. Aces. You got three aces thrown at you. Verlander, Scherzer, Scherzer, and who is their third? I just saw it the other day. I don't remember, but Edwin. I mean, not Edwin Diaz. Um, what's his name? I can't remember either. I'm trying to complete blank here. Brock. Well, Strowman's not there, is he? On it. Brock. Um, Brock. Anyway, they got a third ace. You run into that, you're just getting mowed down. Except the Cardinals. <laughs> Diaz, Singa, Quintina, Robertson. I don't know. Well, so we don't have a ton for you here because it's just kicking off, but we do have our preseason picks here. We won't um, bore you with too many of the antics. But we do have but we do have our picks. Thank you, Brock. God. We were recording in the dark for some reason. Got dark. Feel Brock's, the buzz. Brock's trying to save money on his electric bill. <laughs> Got pay for batteries for this goddamn podcast every week. Brock, we make bank off this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. I forgot. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Your check didn't come in this week? No, it sure didn't. It's crazy. My bad, man. <laughs> my fault. My fault. <laughs> I bad, must have kept it. Yeah. Bad, my fault. Must have double sent to Trey. Um, so we got our picks for you here. Trey, I'm going to let you lead off with the NL Central. If you don't got much to say, it's fine. But um, You know who I'm taking, if that's what you're if, asking. If you know Trey, um, you know who he's taking. Yeah, St. Louis Cardinals. We're winning 100 games this year. They're um, minus. They're, they're favorite favorites. They're yeah. favorites. Going to have an MVP, going to have the rookie of the year. So <laughs> it's going to be a fun year. I, you know, I wish I could argue with you for shits and giggles, but I really got the Cardinals as well. They're, t- correct me if I'm wrong, but prototypical Cardinals is going to be start 500 after the All Star break, just tear it up, yeah, win the division. So, I'm 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 riding cards as well. I'm with you. So good one to get over with first. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. Never mind. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to go with that. Um, just moving on to keeping the NL here. We got the NL East, which I think is one of the best divisions Ooh, in baseball. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at you're looking at uh, Phillies, Braves, Mets. Marlins. Then it falls off. A bit. Mm, it falls off before the Marlins. Who's that? Marlins. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it falls off at the Marlins. Too. Yeah, Marlins yeah. and Nationals are just. You don't think the Nationals got it? 
No. Plus 25,000? They released everyone and signed no one. <clears throat> they sure did. They are. Moneyball type. They are just in a bad, bad spot. Who? The Nationals. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, they're bad. They're they're really bad. Them and the them and the they're athletics their, are going to be just duking it out to win fifty games. They're on their Brad Pitt shit. I don't think they are, man. No, 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 they aren't. Do they win fifty games? Fifty. That's bad. It's really bad. I think they win fifty six. Not sixty. Someone Google 60. what their win win loss over under is. It's probably around sixty four under. They lose 100 games. Oh, yeah. Both teams lose 100 games. I promise that. Marlins don't. No, Nationals and Athletics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both of them do. Internet. Who are you, who are you taking the NL East, though, while he looks This was up? a toss-up for me. I'm going Braves. I think they're one of the most talented teams in the league. I think they have potential gold gloves everywhere, high on base percentage guys, and a potential MVP if Acuna can stay healthy. One of the best five-tool guys in the league. We said it all last year. I don't think much has changed. You got Matt Olson still at first. He, who can get on base. Ozzy Albies is one of the best second basemen in baseball. You got one of the best pitchers in Max Freed. Um, you got a couple other guys behind him, but he's going to be your, your main guy. Um, other than that, man, I, I just don't think there's – much explanation else needed. I mean, you got um, who's the other guy? Austin Austin Riley. Sorry. Oh, Austin Riley. They're just loaded. So I'm going Braves over Mets, but I think it is going to be a two one hundred one hundred win division again. I again. can see that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Braves as well. Healthy Damn. Acuna. We're being boring. Um, makes a big difference. Uh, I think this is a three-team playoff division, though. Do you? Yeah. That was last year. Yeah, I see it happening again, probably. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I got the Braves. The Mets rotation is going to be scary. Yeah, yeah. Just two older guys, though, so mm-hmm. you may get into a point where they're not throwing every rotation. Yeah. But we'll see. I have the the Braves as well, and I'll save a little um, suspense for the end. I have them winning the whole thing. Wow. Interesting. Great pick, um, Also, 59.5. Ooh. I think that's close. Yeah. That's, that's a good line. It's the same as uh, the A's. Both are 59 wow. and a half? Mm-hmm. Give me under on both of them. Um, if we wanted to do that for shits and gigs, do you guys want to know anybody else's? Royals. 68.5. Under. <laughs> Fuck, man. Tigers. Tigers. 68.5. Under. <laughs> What about, ooh, what is the Braves? Braves, 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 Braves. 100, 109.5? Huh? Oh, that's pretty high. 100, 100. It's not 100. 102. No, it's going to be like 96. No team has 100. I said 109. <laughs> it's almost record. No 102. Team. No team has 100. What is the Braves? 96.5. That's a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins, but there was like six teams at 100 games yeah. last year. Tough division, though. Astros have the highest. What is it? 97.5. Under. Cheaters. Cheaters a lot I, of them. Yeah. World Series Kicked them out of the MLB. Uh, Cardinals have 88.5. <laughs> over. Smash over. I think the Cardinals go 96 and whatever the math is on that. 66. <laughs> there you go. Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. All right. I forgot. What are we on? NL West? NL West. NL West. 
I forgot the Rockies were a team. Um, give me, give me, the, give me the Padres here. It's not a wild pick. It's not ridiculous to say that. Um, they got some, they got some uh, people on their goddamn team, buddy. That is the most stacked roster in MLB history. It ain't gonna work out somehow. Maybe. Probably because you got fucking Juice Boy <laughs> Tatis going to ruin the clubhouse. All right, if he don't play, Machado, He's Soto. Overrated. Huh? He is. I Bo- swear both he of is. The, both Manny of the, Machado? Both of them, yes. though, huh? Stop He's it. not the best third baseman in baseball. He's okay, not. then he's second. Maybe he's not first. I don't That's know. all I have to say. That's fine. He doesn't have to be first. He's got, they got the second best player in their position. The the probably the second best right fielder. Yeah, he's good. I don't like him. But the he's best good. swing in baseball, the best hitter, pure hitter yeah. in baseball. Uh, yeah, I have the Padres winning. Their pitching's good. Mm-hmm. Who's their ace? You Darvish. Him or do they still have Clevenger? That's a good question. I don't know. Good question. Anyway, then you get Tatis back. Yeah, that team. I'm going Padres too. Dodgers are tough, obviously. Yeah, I mean they're the favorite, but and I low key forgot back to the NL East. I low key forgot Trey Turner's on the Phillies now. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. NL West drops off after them too, though. Giants, next favorite. Giants will scratch 90 wins somehow and miss the playoffs. If- my guess, my like half a game. Yeah. You want to do wild cards in? in yeah, a, while that's we're fine here? with me. Might as well. I think if the Braves win 103, the Mets win 101. So I got Mets as my first wild card. I have Mets, Phillies, Dodgers. That's my I wild have cards. Phillies, uh, Mets, and Dodgers as well. I got Mets, Dodgers, Brewers. Ooh. I'm rolling the dice a little bit. Rolling the dice got a little to. bit because Brewers got the pitching. Starting pitching, their bullpen's not as good, mm-hmm. quite as good as their starting pitching. Um, and the Phillies are without their MVP for the first half of the year. That's fair. So that's very. Now they have Trey Turner, who's potentially another MVP. Yeah. But one guy, it's tough to carry a whole team. I don't think they quite have it to hold it together. Could be wrong, but roll the dice a little bit. Mets, Dodgers, Brewers. Ale. It's not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Not to ridiculous say that. to say that. AL, what do we want to start with? Let's get the Central. trash can out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is a who cares. This is per usual a three dog race. Don't think the White Sox have it after last year. Their team just they are full of star power. Got rid of their MVP and didn't really add anything to replace him. So. Yeah, I, um, you get Vaughn. I think is his name. Put back to first base. He's that's where he's rightfully at. He wasn't in the outfield. A little slow for that. I think. Yeah, I don't see the White Sox doing it. They, oh. They'll they'll be streaky. I think. I don't. I don't think they got it. So two down to two for me. We got Guardians and Twins. I think it's gonna be a tight race. I think it's gonna be like a mm-hmm. eighty nine okay. wins to a eighty seven win type of thing. But give me the Guardians. You got the Guardians? Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm they're a I think they're a little team. more well-rounded all the way around. Twins have more star power, Correa and um, Buxton. Yeah. But just to mix it up a little bit, I'll go Twins. I like it. I love the pick. I think Byron Buxton's a great player. Mm-hmm. Correa is highly efficient. 
shouldn't even be there. Uh, that was weird. Craziest free agency thing I've ever seen. What did he do? Went and failed two different physicals for two different teams. Two different teams. And then somehow didn't. And then re-signed. And like the huge contract came out. Like I thought this dude was already signed yeah. somewhere else. I, I don't know. I thought he did too. And then all of a sudden it was like, because it was all these notifications you were getting. Yeah. He's signing with, I can't remember who the first team was. Ended up Giants. Maybe that was the first one. And they posted signing this deal per, pending physical. Uh-huh. Then you never heard anything else. You're like, all right, well, he's a giant. Yeah. Week later, it's like signing with so-and-so, failed physical with Giants. Like, all right, well, he's there. Yeah. Heard nothing. Yeah, he's a twin again. Yeah, and like the least publicized was his uh, like official signing yeah. of the contract. Oh, like yeah. His last move was the least publicized. I was so caught off guard. Anyways. I had no idea. Yeah. Crazy. Good player, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can roll over to the West there. Um, yeah. I mean, as much as I hate to say it. Scrows. Uh, you can't go against them right now. They're good. Watch me. Who you going to go with? Give me the Mariners. I got, okay. the, I got them in the wild card. I, I think the Mariners too. are really good. I think I. it's just purely I hate the Astros, and purely I want them to lose. It's a, it's a totally biased and I'm non, proud of you for not picking the A's this year. Thing. I rolled the dice on that one. didn't turn out. <laughs> and I, don't, I said this last year, but I don't think the Angels pick's crazy because they have the best two players in baseball. Sure do. And they get Anthony Rendon back, but. It just never works out. They started out the year last year on fire, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were like, they were like 14 and, and, yeah, or something. and yeah. then lost, what, like 18 straight or something? Yep. yep. Like, what? Something insane. After Trout got hurt, they went downhill. Well, it was, it was just kind of – it was like they gave up. Like, they don't have a ton of studs. They have the two, two of the top mm-hmm. three, if not the two best players in the league. And – yeah, other than that, their role players were playing really good at the beginning of the year, getting on base, getting raked in. And yeah. After Trout went down, it's like they just went limp. Fell apart, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You all both going to Astros? Yep. Yep. And then AL East, um, just so I'm not riding my own fandom here, I'm going Blue Jays. I was, gonna, I was, I was very torn between those two. Um, I actually had the Blue Jays at first, but I ended up picking the Yankees. You're going Yankees? Mm-hmm. I will go Blue Jays as well. I think they're a little more well-rounded, top to bottom in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You think this is a, a th- three-playoff team? Ah. Division? I've got none of those this year. I think it's going to be really tough. All the way around the top seven, eight teams, I think, in the league. I think it's going to be very half and half. About top eight is going to be really good teams. Bottom, whatever, is going to be shitty. Last year, it was a three-team, I believe. Blue Jays, Yankees, Rays? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the Rays could win it, too. I just don't see them having quite as much as the other two. And the Yankees almost let it slip last year at the very end. So I don't see us starting as hot as we did. You can't really bank on someone hitting 60-plus home runs a year. Why not? Mm-hmm. So that's why I went Blue Jays. But I personally don't think it's a three-team. I don't have a three-team. I lied. I do. I lied. You have the Angels? I do have the Angels. Instead of an AL Central team? 
Yep. Or yep, yep. yep. I've got I, my wild cards. Yankees is yeah, the, we can just go into that. Cool. Yankees, Astros, Angels. Um, we talked about the Angels. How it's not going to happen again. Rolling the dice here. Maybe it clicks. Trout hits sixty home runs. Triple crown. Shohei has however many strikeouts and hits forty dingers himself, and the other guys do just enough. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at, and it's I think ridiculous. it might be enough to beat beat out the Rays, beat out the rest of the Central. So, never um, know. I think the Orioles could be a sleeper this year to make a wild card run. They looked good at the end of last year. Yeah. Some good pieces there, but what were you saying, Brock? No, I was just going to say I got uh, Mariners, Rays, and Jays. Yeah, I like it. Uh, this third wild card spot's going to be tough. I'm going to go with Yankees, Mariners, and Rays. But I think the Angels could squeeze in. So we're all in agreement on the top seven teams, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. I just don't see anyone else really. Unless the Twins and Guardians really surprise us. Yeah. yeah. Both, of, that's there, both yeah. of them dominate the division. That's the thing. It has to be both yeah. of them. Because if it's only one, they're going to get the division. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody. <sighs> Ailis is really, really good, usually. Yeah. I don't think the Sox just really competitive. Sox are, like they yeah. all, like they don't. I think they did a little last year, but it does like the pack doesn't really seem to separate like it does like in the central. Yeah, I mean sometimes the Orioles are shitty, and sometimes last year the, the Sox were shitty. Yeah, I was about to say the Sox dropped fucking 15, 16 in a row or something like that. Yeah, after um, Sydney Sweeney threw out the first pitch. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cursed them. <laughs> um. Anyway, rolling into uh, some awards here. Start with the big one. Got the NL MVP. Who are we looking at, boys? Uh, what did I say? I said the Car- Cardinals were gonna have a winner, and I Goldie guess. won it last year, so I gotta go Arenado. It's not a bad pick. I hate it, but it's not a bad pick. Um, give me one. It's a favorite, but mm-hmm. but it's not a bad pick. Man. No, he gets on base so much. He could randomly. I don't exactly know what a great number for hits is, I guess, but he could randomly pop for 200-some hits, 50 home runs, and bat 315, you know? I mean, he's a stud. I don't hate it at all. And he's... he's the hit record's 248. Okay, yeah. So, so he I'd could, say 220-plus is yeah. really good. I mean, he, he's triple ground candidate, candidate every year, adequate in the outfield, so yeah. I don't hate it. My NL, I am going. He's my favorite, one of my favorite players in the league. I'm riding it out. I'm going Ronald Cunha. He's got to get I one. I like it. He's got to get one. Oh, my bad. 262. Ichiro. Ichiro. <laughs> yes, God. sir. OG. Oh. He walks the show. Hake a run. Facts. Low key. So you want Cunha? That's a good pick. And my, my, I put an or in there. It's not fair, but. I could really see Trey Turner doing it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Especially how he hit during this in the World WBC. Baseball Classic, and then first at bat he gets back in spring training. Nuke. If he's hitting homers like that, with the speed, the five tool. I mean, he could definitely. Yeah, I said Ronald Acuna is one of the best five tool. Him, Mike Trout. He's right in the mix. Yep. with those guys. He's right there. I don't know. He's an on fire. Mm-hmm. I like the guy too. So. Yeah. All right, uh, rolling into the next biggest ones here. Looking at the pitcher side of things. Give me your NL Cy Young. Max. Don't you dare pick a Cardinal. 
Bueno? Stop. No, I'm not picking a Cardinal. He's on the IL. Oh, yeah. Um, Corbin Burns is a favorite, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Is he? Mm-hmm. Nope. No, he's uh, second. He's tied with uh, Alcantara. Yeah. Alcantara. Tara. Fuck. I'm going to go... Yeah, what an easy name to pronounce, Brock. What the hell, man? <laughs> wow. This is actually pretty tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Corbin Burns. You know, Central's a little weaker division. Yeah. So, I mean, he when you get to pitch against the Reds, Pirates, and Cubs quite a bit, you can build up some strikeouts. That was kind of my thought, too. And he's a big strikeout guy. Yeah. He's one of those dudes. He could get he could get raked on, but if he's on fire, he's striking out 13. Oh, yeah. Him and Garrett Cole or some of mm-hmm. those guys. A couple uh, Scherzer. And that's the tough part is he pitches same league as Scherzer, same league as Verlander, same league as Alcantara. And, but that's, spoiler, that's my pick too. I I got Corbin Burns. I think for all the reasons Trey said, he's he's due for a second one. Yep. I said Scherzer whenever we, you first said. Give oh, me you said Scherzer? Scherzer, yeah. that's a good pick. It's if a he stays pick. healthy. That'd be his fourth? Deal. Fourth or fifth? I'm not for sure. Maybe it's fourth or fifth, I think. MIZ, be baby. Yep. Be a few. Um, and the AL side of things, I think this one's a little, uh, I dare say, weaker. You got Shohei. You got it's Garrett a little Cole. more top heavy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely more top heavy. Who's the favorite? DeGrom. Yeah, well. Mm. So let's just go ahead and let's do this. <laughs> who, who don't so, you like uh, outside? Or who you like outside of DeGrom? So it's DeGrom. If he's healthy. If he stays healthy, it's DeGrom. Which he won't. So who we got outside of DeGrom? Uh, no way. No way, Shohei. I mean, <laughs> if this dude Shohei is on the bump. Yeah, that's the thing is if he's on the bump. He's going to be my MVP, so I'll just say that now. Yeah. Do they give him both? That's yeah. I had him written down as both, and I would be the twelfth player. Twelfth player to do that. It's not do a, they do it's it? Not unheard of, though. No. This day and age, it is. No, oh, yeah. Uh Shohei was my MVP as well for the AL, by the way. So let's get that knocked out. Right. I think it's one of the Angel players. I just feel like it's yeah. See, I just feel like it's his to lose yeah. at this point with all the hype around him. Even if his numbers maybe aren't quite where people think, the hype is just going and like. For his average being a little lower than some guys, but he still has the home run and RBI numbers, you can give him a little leeway because he's pitching. So, I mean, I mean, he's the, one of the greatest baseball players we've ever seen, in my opinion. Absolutely. It's just tough because the two-way thing, I think, takes away from each thing. So, if he's only batting, his numbers yeah. might be better. If he's only pitching, they might be better. But at the same time, you're getting a top-tier guy sometimes in both yeah. spots. So that's what, in the hype for me, is just unbelievable. Yeah. It's his to lose for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's unearned or anything. But So back to the Cy Young. I don't think they'll give it to him. So I'm going to go – I'll go a little different. I'll go Alec Manoa of the Blue Jays. Okay. That's a sleeper. Yep. Be ready. Be ready. If Shohei don't win it, Manoa's getting it. 
Until he gets shelled opening day, probably. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it, though. Um, personally, I'd love if Garrett Cole won another one. Really hope Manoa doesn't win it. <laughs> but I... Again, a little roll with dice here. I'm going Dylan Cease for the White Sox for some of the same reasons I picked Corbin Burns. High strikeout guy, plays in the weakest division, has more chances at playing against a little weaker team. Um, so I'm going to take him. Maybe he can get it done. So Wrong. Okay. Idiot. What do you got? I already said mine. Oh, I said DeGrom. Um, DeGrom? Yeah, you well, said yeah. Cheater. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Shohei as well. Uh, yeah, because okay. that, that's who I had at first, and then I'm like, oh, shit, DeGrom's there. So. I don't hate it. Don't yeah. hate it at all. It's not crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, that's that's kind of where we're at. I did want to throw in, I, not real big on the coach of the year, manager of the year, whatever nope. you want to call it, not real big on the, the rookies, but I will say if I'm picking one, give me Jordan Walker yep. in our rookie of the year. That dude is an animal. Mm-hmm. And the big thing about rookies, too, if they're on the opening day roster – because usually that they'll wait case. 25 games or so at least. But, I mean, he's on the opening day roster. I know a couple of the other guys, Corbin Carroll from the Diamondbacks, they're, everybody's big on him. Um, let me think. And then the AL side, who is it? Yeah, the favorite is Gunnar Henderson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, Orioles. Big favorite. He's good. He's really good. He's the Trey Turner type. Yeah. He's going to be good. Utility guy. Yeah. Absolutely. So, any Y'all, side notes? No. Braves Astros, Super Bowl. Or Super Bowl. Wow. World Series. Um, I had Yankees, Padres. Um, Cardinals. Cardinals, Mariners. Woo! Okay. Heard it here Lock first. Lock them in. Lock them in, no, boys. No, don't lock in the Mariners. I don't like that now, but <laughs> I'm going to keep it. All right, guys. Thanks.